is Nigeria Daily, and my name is Dana Daniel Ziggy. With the recent retirement of the old service chiefs and announcement of new ones, over 100 senior military officers met an early retirement. Rising through the ranks, these officers have undergone trainings and retrainings to achieve these levels they have attained prior to retirement. Now, what is the implication of this early retirement? My colleague Mohammed Awal Suleiman, in an interview with Major Mohammed Bashir Shwai Bugalma, retired, has this to say. These people who have reached this time, who have reached the grade of being retired now, must have at least contributed their own serious quota in nation building, in the security field, and so on and so forth. So it's time for them to move so that other people down will also come up, you know, to occupy their position. And uh, I think if you look at it, this one, you know, there is it's only because it has happened during this uh, new government, you know, change of government, you know, from another president to another president. That's why people are feeling is uh, it looks uh, different. Otherwise, it's a routine. You know, every year, this type of generals, they used to go. If mm -hmm. you have been following the history, um, especially every year, you see it in the headline papers, so, 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 generals are going to be retired, senior officers, corners, and above, and so on and so forth. Because there is something we call antidote. You are not supposed to be, to spend more than 35 years. That is, if you remain and there are so many reasons why people don't even reach that 35 years because of things like what has just happened now. So it's a routine, it's a normal thing. This is not the first time because juniors have been appointed, seniors have been told to go. We have been experiencing it right from time the military, you know, started coming out with his policies, you know, to, to the public to know. If you look at it, General Gawan became, you know, head of state when he was a lieutenant colonel. It was almost more than, you know, getting to a year before he was promoted to general, before the the, the, the civil war started. And we can have the example again of uh, uh, General Shehu Musai Radwa. From Lieutenant Colonel, he didn't go to Colonel or Brigadier. I mean, he just went to Brigadier General Street just to occupy the offices that he's supposed to occupy and so on and so forth. And there are so many. And mainly, again, the police. So many senior military police officers they used to be retired when their juniors are appointed IGs and so on. So it's not anything, you know, so much because anybody is you, you find in this type of position he has less than maximum has maximum of two years that remain for him to remain in the service. So is there's nothing new about mm, it. Okay. Uh so looking at this, a lot of people are asking the question as to the amount of money that is being spent on them. Again, as they are retiring, people are thinking huge amount of money has been spent on these people. What do you have to say about this kind of thought? No amount of money is valueless. Or no amount of money you count, you keep on counting amount of money, you know, you know, on, you know, on the matters of security. So it's, there's nothing, what do you call it, nothing um, abnormal about it. And uh, matter of security, you take it as you see it, you don't go about quantifying the amount spent. That was Major Mohammed Bashir Shwai Bugalma, retired. What could now be the financial implication of training these officers? Let's hear more from an analyst. My name's Comrade uh, Mahmoud, security and public affairs analyst and to extension, economic-related matters analysis. Okay, so uh, upon the recent uh, announcement of new service chiefs, 
um, about 100 military officers say, were retired early. What uh, do you think about this? Rina? In line with defense policy, is uh, stipulated that once a regular combatant uh, course, you know, from the defense academy, they have what you call regular combatant courses. For example, these uh, service chiefs and the chief of defense staff that were appointed, most of them are from the 39 regular, regular combatant course. So it is a stipulated uh, practice that the senior regular course still serving in both the Navy, Army, and Air Force must be retired to pave way. Even though it has uh, a lot of uh, wastages in the sense that the experience and the huge budget the government expanded in training them, right from the Defense Academy to personal parade, so junior officers course, and other courses they are taking Defense College, Institute of Policy and Strategic Studies, and sometimes abroad. So especially at the time we are battling with armed banditry, insurgency, kidnap-related cases that the combined Army, Navy, Air Force are assisting the police and other security agencies. One would have suggested that even though it is a standard, that they sometimes, uh, you know, violate the standard by taking some of these air vice marshals, air commodores, rear admirals, Navy commodores, uh, major generals, brigadier generals to war zone areas like where insurgency and banditry have been perpetrated to supervise some of the, 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 boy, the, the boys. Since the country is faced with insecurity. But in a situation where you go and retire more than 130 from the different arms of the military and armed forces, it doesn't all go away for the country. Even though it's a standard, like I stated to you, that uh, once you are a regular combatant course that is ahead of the ones appointed, you must be retired accordance with the armed forces law and act. So what's the implication of this early retirement? Well, the implication is that some of our most versatile, exposed, trained, experienced, and technical officers from both the Army, Navy, and, uh, and, uh, and the Air Force, from the ranks of Brigadier Generals, Air Commodores, Navy Commodores, Major Generals, Rear Admirals, and Air Vice Marshals are going to be made to be retired prematurely at the expense of the nation. Because from the time of enlistment, and, and, and when they become cadets in Defense Academy, money is being expanded to train them, like I told you earlier. So that is to tell you taxpayers' money is wasted. And this is not the first time this is done. If you can vividly recall, when Obasanjo took over, he retired military officers, from both the Army, Navy, Air Force, that served as military administrators, military assistants, including aide camps, so which in most cases has implications to the security of the country. And mind you, with our population, we have limited numbers of the entire security apparatus, from the armed forces to the police and the others. Look at an example of the police, for instance. There are about two D or three DIGs, CID, Damalam, Palachi Roma, and the IG, they all enlisted in 1990 into the Nigerian police. But they are still serving there with the newly appointed IG. So I think the three arms of the armed forces, the various committees in both the Senate and House of Reps, who have uh, both defense committees, subcommittees on Army, Navy and Air Force, must 
repeal and amend that portion of the defense uh, law in order not to waste the best brains in the Nigerian forces. Because at this time that we are battling with uh, insurgency, ambiguity, and uh, general insecurity to retire 130 best crop of officers in both the three arms of the armed forces is not good for us as a country. All right, so you talked about the financial involvement in all of this training and retraining. Uh, what is? Can you give us an estimate of what goes when, into the financial, the financial when, aspect of this? When you go into how uh, regular combatant cadet enlists from Terminal 1 to Terminal 5 in the Nigerian Defense Academy or to personal parade, how is he trained in drills, in arms handling, and uh, you know, three arms trained there, naval cadets, air force cadets, and army cadets. Take the drilling of the land army, for instance, from how to pull the, the, the trigger to war, war tactics, then for the Navy, training on their ship, then for the air force on fighter jets and what have you. It's not small money. So if you quantify for the period they spend in the academy per cadet, they are spending nothing, including the feeding, accommodation, the uniform and what have you, the personal parade, per cadet, officer cadet, you are not spending nothing less than, uh, say, 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 300 million. Then, calculate from when they are tipped. Let me give an example with the land army. From uh, second lieutenant to lieutenant to captain to major to lieutenant colonel to colonel to brigadier general to major general. All the courses they attend and what have you, and even the salary, the quarters and what have you, you are talking about running into billions, and you now come and prematurely retire such kind of people. The same thing extends to their equivalent in the Navy as well as Air Force. So it's a huge taxpayer's money that is being wasted in the name of saying it is a standard. Nigeria is a third world country. We are not as advanced as America. We are not, we are not as advanced as the UK or other fourth world countries. Now that was Comrade Salihu Mahmoud Dantata. We pray for a successful tenor for the new service chiefs. God bless Nigeria. And that wraps up the show for today. Thank you so much for listening. To everyone whose voices we heard on the show, we say a big thank you. Nigeria Daily is a daily trans production. You can download these and other episodes of our podcast on dailytrans.com or bossproud.com or even listen on NAS FM 89.9 in Yola, Unity FM 93.3 Joss, Badegi Radio 90.1 in Mina and Sawaba 104.9 FM in Hadeja, Jigao State. You can also listen in by searching for Nigeria Daily on Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Spotify and TuneIn Radio. If you intend to sponsor an episode of Nigeria Daily, call us on 0913-893390. If you have questions or comments, let us know on our social media handles on Twitter and Instagram at daily underscore trust and Facebook at daily trust. You can also send us a message via WhatsApp on 0913-893390. Bye for now.